Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Shop the biggest health and beauty brands in-store or online at the lowest prices every day at Chemist Warehouse. Talking the team hailing from the mighty Waikato, it's Chiefs Mana with Ian Jones and Ricardo Ball on SENZ. It's just gone 7.30 here on SENZ. It is Chief Smarter. Welcome into the house. Uh, the Chief himself, the Camo Kid, Ian Jones. G'day, mate. How are you? Yeah, kia ora, Ricardo. Kia ora, listeners. I'm going good, mate. I'm going, good, going good. good. I woke up. I'm moving. Uh, the Chiefs are winning. Life's pretty damn good for yeah, me, mate. Very good, mate. Very good. Well, I'll put this to you because I thought, I wonder what your reaction to this would be. I did the rugby run on Sunday with Justin Marshall, and we were going through the quarterfinals, and I said, oh, you know, the... Uh, Brumby's Canes game for me is the toughest game to pick. And he said, no, no, Chiefs Tars for me. Chiefs Tars, that's the, hard, that's the tough game to pick. And I went, oh, far I'm, I'm imagining that Carmo's going to come off the long run here. He's dreaming. <laughs> he is dreaming. And not for the first time in, in our friendship, and it goes back a long way, I've disagreed with Justin Marshall, and it won't be the last. Uh, no, mate, for a start, um, they put 40-odd points on them in, in Melbourne uh, not that long ago, so they understand... Uh, what they're about. A couple of those tries that the, the, the Tars scored, fair play to them were quite, I thought, against the run of plane. You may not see tries like that again. Um, home advantage counts for friggin' everything mm. in this competition. I mean, maybe not so much against the New Zealand sides, um, but definitely against the Australians coming here. I think we've worked out how to play the Australian sides. And I think once more, the destiny's in the Chiefs' hands. They know exactly what they need to do. Uh, there are going to be no surprises. They've built up, you know, the last couple of weeks. They learned so much, of course, from the Toka playing in a big atmosphere. The week before that, they were the best game within a month. Mate, he is dreaming. No, if he if he's struggling to pick this one, he must be battling in his picks. <laughs> That's what he's got to say. I knew that we'd get a great reaction from you, Carmo, on that. Uh, we should we should get your uh, your thoughts on on Lao Toka though. I mean, what? Oh. A, I mean, you know, we just had uh, Jeff Wilson on, and he was saying, you know, when you go to the islands. You do hit a wall at about 60 minutes. Your, your tank, your gas tank does run dry because of the humidity and things. But what did you make of the performance in general? Well, firstly, Bill of Anaka to Fiji, all the Fijians over there, the, the, the people involved in the build-up to that game, the crowd themselves, it was epic. And this, with the Jewa and Moana Pacifica, let's hope they can get some games in the islands next year. This is the injection, this competition, and rugby needs. Mm. You need energy, you need colour, you need noise. Uh, you need potential upsets, and man, they are going to upset, and they won't be an upset because they'll deserve to win them, so we shouldn't even call them upsets in the future. I loved um, what they brought. Home advantage, as I just said before, Ricardo, is a thing, right? Absolutely yeah. is a thing, and once more, when Moana Pacifica get to play on the islands, they're going to win against some big sides. Uh, you go up to Latoka and play, and the humidity is a killer. I mean, we've all played in Brisbane, which is a killer, or in Durban when... Um, the Sharks were in Super Rugby, and they're challenging, challenging conditions, but that is what home advantage is. You, you know, you're used to those conditions. The visitors aren't. Go to Canberra where it's zero degrees. Go to damn Christchurch where it's zero degrees. Uh, these are all factors uh, that you have to think about when you're, when you're um, weighing up who's going to win, who's going to lose. But, yes, loved, absolutely loved it. And that last 10 minutes, yep. um, brilliant. Yep, the Chiefs might have hit the ball, but more than that, I think they're just crowd. We called them the 16th person to be recovered. They just came into the game. And, and brilliant. 
And I bet the administrators that, that signed off and the drew have said, brilliant, this is what it's about. This is what it's all about, yeah. More of that, and hopefully next season we can see Moana Pacifica take a game or two to Apia. How good would that be? Oh, absolutely correct. I mean, that's what we need to do. And I mean, I still hold out hope that the, the South Africans, and I, I'm not close to this as all, would, will remain our competition. We can't, I mean, personally, uh, I don't think we can afford to lose playing uh, that connection that we have with the South Africans. If they do go, and that's their choice, well, you know, Moana and, and the Drew are going to be there. They're going to be established now again. Uh, they'll get more recruits because who wouldn't want to play with them? You know, if you have a connection uh, with those teams, so, so recruitment, I think, will become easier because I know with BG and, and Sir Rice, it's been a damn slog, uh, you know, to get this up and running. But once you're away, uh, Ricardo, the, the ball, the momentum will just keep going. Yeah, well, we've even seen it the Tongan team that they've announced, you know, Gus Pulu and Charles Piatau and Israel Falau and... Uh, you know, uh, Malachi Fekitoa all coming back to play for Tonga. I mean, you think those guys, when their contracts run out up there, maybe they'll go, we'll come back to New Zealand, but we're going to play for Moana. We're not going to play for whoever else. You know? Oh, look, um, just, just very quickly, because it's not about international rugby, but I I look at Charles Piertel and what he can do up in the English club rugby, and I think, what, what a talent. You know, wonderful to be an all-black, even better, I guess, that he's playing for Tonga. Yeah. Um, but man, what a talent! I can't wait to see him back on the international stage because you and I, as fans, Ricardo, we want to see the best players out there uh, representing their, their nation, and, and they're going to represent Tonga. And they're going to do it brilliantly. There's going to be so much pride um, in wearing that jersey for their, their families as well. And just to have the, the star players like Charles Piertel deserves to play international rugby uh, again. Um, so yeah, what a, what a lineup! Yeah, cool. it's, it's so good. It's so good. It's 20 to 8 here on SENZ. This is Chiefs Mana. When we come back, Bryn Gatlin is going to join us out of the Chiefs, and Carmo's going to give us his starting 15 for the quarterfinal. It's a quarter to eight here on Chiefs Mana, and joining us is, uh, well, the man that runs the cutter for the Chiefs at the moment, Bryn Gatlin. G'day, mate. How are you? Good, thanks, guys. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good, thanks, Bryn. I know that uh, Carmo is itching, itching for the weekend. Yeah, I am, Bryn. Uh, welcome, mate. Karma here, mate. Before we talk about the weekend and home advantage and, and preparing to take on the Tars again, let's go back to Latoka. Let's go back to Fiji. Paint the picture. Firstly, for the atmosphere, the crowd for us, Bryn. Um, yeah, honestly, you'd have to be there to really experience it. But the only way I could put it is um, we literally turned up in the bus over an hour before kickoffs and the stadium was already packed. There were people in the trees um, chanting Peter Gus. Um, it was just like a party going on. Um, some of the boys were probably more keen to jump in the crowd and have a good time maybe. But um, honestly, it was it was unbelievable. Uh, they're obviously rugby fanatics over there. And um, yeah, just it was like a yeah, crazy, crazy environment. It was pretty cool though. We've always traditionally had pretty good support, I've got to say, up in the islands. Walter Little's a man from Atoka. Of course, Apinovo, the, the great county's flanker, also from a village just nearby. So we always had good support up there. The other factor, I guess, Bryn, before we start talking about this weekend's game, playing up in Fiji, which is which is tough as the humidity. You saw the boys kind of drop off a little bit, maybe that last 10. Was that a factor of the heat and humidity? Yeah, you know, we obviously don't want to sort of look for any excuses, but at the same time... Um, yeah, the conditions were probably something that uh, none of us had played for. Um, even even pre-season, you probably can't replicate that kind of humidity and heat that Fiji can bring. Um, 
So yeah, probably took, took took the boys a little bit of time to get into the actual game, as far as get the second wind, and then that last sort of ten minutes, as you saw, um, some pretty sweaty players out there, and um, once those Fijian boys get going and the offloads, and um, it's amazing what they can do. And yeah, I mean, as, as much as we wouldn't have liked that to be the case for us, um, I think it just shows how awesome it is for the competition and how good they can be if they play at home, if they can get more games at home like that, um, they will be tough to beat in those crowd conditions, heat conditions, and the way they play. Um, you know, it's pretty exciting. 100%, Bryn, totally agree. So on the back of you, you're pretty deep into this competition now, whatever you are, 13, 14 rounds, and a lot of fatigue, I think, in that heat that you just talked about up in Latoka. Has this week been a little bit more about recovery um, and planning and kind of clarity rather than the physicality that you need in rugby? Yeah, I th- you know, I think it was probably a pretty good thing for us to get a little hit like that, um, fitness-wise, heading into these quarterfinals. And, um, yeah, as long as we get our recovery right, especially this first part of the week, focus on a bit of clarity, um, you know, what we want to focus on the weekend and then that back end of the week if we feel like we need um, a little bit more of an intensity, not too long, but just a bit of a short hit of intensity of what we want to bring on Saturday. I think that's probably the plan for this week is get our clarity and recovery done right first um, and then, you know, ramp things up at a bit of speed and, and then head into the weekend, um, hopefully with uh, uh, cups full, ready to go. Looking back when you took on the towers in Melbourne, what, round 10, I think it was, what did you kind of work out of that game, some of the strength and weaknesses that you made mindful of this weekend taking on the towers? Um, they've got a few threats around the field, both sides of the ball. You know, they're um, looking at a couple of their stats. They're actually a really good defensive team. They're sort of first in the competition for turnovers, I think, and um, they actually make um, the highest tackle percentage. Maybe they don't have the same line speed potentially as some of the um, New Zealand teams, but you know, they they're they're a pretty gritty team who like to work hard for each other. So, um, you know, we know it's. You know, when we played them that first time, they went down to 13 men for a bit and we managed to put some points on the board. So, um, you know, we're not going to this game with any sort of preconceived ideas around it, it being anything like that game. It's, you know, it's, it's finals rugby. Um, and like I said, on attack as well, they've got some weapons out there that um, can score tries. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a hell of a match. Yeah, just from a supporter, mate, if uh, we can take care of that Michael Hooper, who's, who's a lot of their turnovers, a lot of their defensive threats, we can take him out of the game, not physically, but you know what I mean. We can go a long way to, to securing the victory. You say not physically, but yeah, come on. Come on, Carmo. What, 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 well, no, nothing above the shoulders. Um, in, in terms no, of, no, of no, the no, Chiefs no, and your build-up... No, yeah. I mean, you, you've been chopping and changing the midfield. Quintu Pye is in amazing form. I mean, Nackville was played in the wing on the, on the weekend. Um, without giving too much away, Bryn, are you looking for some stability there in that midfield for the Chiefs? Yeah, I think look, we've had a bit of, um, as every team has, had to chop and change a few guys here and there to accommodate for injuries, um, obviously COVID and things like that. So, um, yeah, I feel like we have, you know, we have built um, some good connections, especially in that midfield. Um, obviously, Anton going down early in the season has given some guys like Quinn, um, Alex Nankerville, uh, Rama Kapoihipi a lot of time um, to get some extra good minutes under our belt. So I feel like our depth there 
uh, whoever plays in the midfield this weekend um, will, will do a good job for us. And um, they've shown that they're they're able to step up to the to the mark. And of course, we want plenty of people there at uh, FNG Stadium, so make it a real home advantage. What uh, the fans coming from all over the Chiefs region, Bryn? What uh, what are we after? What what are we the, the Chiefs looking to do? What surprise have we got in store for the Tars? Sorry, you were just a bit far away on that last night. Oh, sorry, mate. We just want we want a full house, Bryn. Uh, make it a real home <laughs> advantage uh, at Waikato Stadium. So, what what can the fans look forward to uh, from the Chiefs? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, our fans are massively important to us. So, you know, we'd love to have a, as many people as there as possible on Saturday afternoon, 4.30. But, um, look, you can expect us to just give everything we've got. We know, um, you know, we finished, obviously, third on the table. And, um, you know, we've potentially not performed to our absolute best um, in the last few weeks. You know, we've shown some real glimpses of, um, what we can do as a team and the players we have, um, but you know we're looking to, looking forward to hopefully putting to, together an 80-minute performance, uh, really making a statement and getting the win in the quarter-final. And then, like I said, it's finals rugby and it's just week by week. And um, you know we're looking to obviously go all the way, but obviously we're only thinking as far as Saturday at the moment. So um, hopefully all our Chiefs supporters get down and get behind us, and we can put on a, a real Chiefs uh, performance with them and get the win. How good was it that uh, Brody Retallick's managed to time his run perfectly? Gets 80 minutes the last game of the round, Robin, and is uh, ready to rock and roll right through the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably would have uh, maybe liked a little run uh, a week earlier to get the lungs right before heading Fiji straight away. But um, yeah, he uh, he's obviously a massive a massive player to have on the field. Is um, you know has rugby knowledge and just his physicality and his presence as well. He's a huge person to have for us. So, um, yeah, it's pretty good timing having him back, you know, to get to get a game before the quarterfinals and into finals rugby. So, yeah, it's going to be good having him back. Hey, Bryn, when you're a machine like Brady Ritalik, it doesn't matter, mate. You're straight in there, 80 minutes of mahi. He's at every ruck <laughs> making all the tackles, so the guy's a machine. Hey, thanks very much, mate. Go well uh, Saturday. Plenty of people will be watching, plenty in the stadium, of course, and making a great day out for the Chiefs. Go well. Thanks very much, guys. Cheers for having me on. Uh, our pleasure. Thanks very much. Uh, there you go, Bryn Gatlin joining us uh, from the Chiefs, uh, the man who runs the cutter for them. Kamo, uh, you're going to give us your team. What's your starting 15? Yeah, I'm going to start up front because... Well, oh, where else is there? <laughs> not that bothered 9 to, to 15, but because Bryn Gatlin was good enough to come on the show, I guess we, we got a, a little bit about the daisy pickers. But uh, Aidan Ross has, has really impressed me, mate. I mean, I love his work rate. I love his energy, I love his tackling, so bang, bounce up, loose head prop. Takiaho, of course, is, is your man. Mm-hmm. And there, uh, Gus Tayavo, right there, Brody Retanik, Tupo Vai'i, because Josh Law, I believe the knee's uh, going to be no good, so Tupo will be there. i go Luke Jacobson at six, because, mate, honestly, and I've talked about this a lot with you, Ricardo, I just like specialists. I don't like people chopping and changing positions, so Luke Jacobson to me at six, and Killam Boucher at seven, because Sam Kane doesn't look like he's going to be good, so... Once again, I don't. Luke's a six to me, not a seven. Peter Guth's at eight. Uh, Weber, uh, Bryn Gatlin at ten. Uh, I've gone Quinn Tupai and Alex Nankerville in the midfield because once more I just thought Nankerville was wasted on that left wing. Yeah. Uh, we had three or four chances at that left wing, and it's not just down to Alex, but we blew them. 
Um, and we need to, you know, <coughs> once more need wingers and, uh, playing the wing. So I've gone chase tear tear because he just makes shit happen, that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's just, he's just good. Uh, Narawa, the, the Fijian boy. Uh, and Josh Iwani at 15, because I thought the Chiefs finally got their kicking game under control. I mean, Paul Happy was brilliant at 13, got, what, three uh, 50-22s. But I thought with Josh Iwani, that, that two-pivot role, they just controlled the kicking game better than they have been. So, yeah, for me, that's my starting 15. So let's see how far off the mark I can be. Yeah, I reckon that's probably pretty much bang on, Carmo. We're looking forward to it, mate. And the, uh, just quickly, uh, of course, you're going to pick the Chiefs to beat the Tars. 100%. You're picking the Blues to beat the Highlanders? Mate, I'm going home advantage in all of them because once more, mate, I keep going on about a home advantage is a thing. So the Brumbies will knock over the Canes? I believe so. Mate, Canberra, that's <laughs> brutal. That's <laughs> brutal at the best of time, but yeah, I think they will. Yeah, good stuff, mate. All right, we'll look forward to having this chat next week as we preview a semi-final. And who's it going to be against? Be the Crusaders and and, and uh, down there in Christchurch. So what an epic that will be. So go the Chiefs. Have a great weekend, everyone. Get along to Hamilton. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.